Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio ZSL Podcast or my YouTube or my Facebook page or my IG. I just want to say thank you so much. Again, today is a vocabulary question phenomenon. Today we're going to be speaking about tornadoes. We have bigger words, as a matter of fact. And today is going to be a very, very interesting one. All right. So we're not going to, of course, read the entire text. Step number one, we got to go right into the goodness, okay? So we're going to go straight into, obviously, the questions that we have. And number one says the word discern. Ooh, that's a good one, okay? And line two is closest in meaning to. This reminds me of a, a Facebook post. I called out a very dysfunctional foundation out there in America where they get a lot of donations from people with promise that they're going to help these children around the world and bring clean water and all these things, but yet they're doing these massive gala conventions where people are just literally showing all their money off with their suits, their dresses. So I called them out and they ended up saying, well, we understand that this might be very discerning. I said, shut the hell up. Nobody knows what that word is. And yet here we are today going over that word, which is really funny, but nonetheless, let's do it. So tornadoes can occur throughout the world but for reasons that scientists are not fully able to discern. Now, tornadoes occur everywhere, but for reasons that scientists are not, not meaning it's negative, right? They're not able to comprehend, okay? And so if we look at, of course, the great majority occur in the United States, but scientists just don't know why they do. So what does that mean? Well, A, we have present, B, we have understand, C, we have cause, D, we have misrepresent. So if we look at represent and present, I'm sorry, misrepresent and present, we could immediately eliminate those because we're looking for something in the context of, well, the scientists aren't able to comprehend why the majority of tornadoes occur in the United States, right? And so again, another synonym for, of course, comprehend is understand. So we do understand the cause of them in terms of, okay, it's like a hot this or warm this or this that or this that. But again, scientists aren't able to understand, okay, why the majority takes place in the United States, not the rest of the world. You get what I mean? So understand B would be the answer based on the context in which we have right here. Let's go into number two. <sighs> the word propel in line seven could be best replaced by or could, be, could best be replaced by. There we go. That's better. All right. And if you look at this, in general, a tornado cuts a path of a few hundred yards and lasts less than an hour. An average tornado might propel itself at a speed of 15 or 20 miles per hour and therefore cover a distance of 20 or so miles. So basically what happens here is a tornado might propel itself at a speed of 15 to 20 miles per hour, okay? So the word propel, we're talking about, okay, so how can a tornado, how fast does a tornado go? Well, it goes at about 15 to 20 miles per hour. So we kind of know what the whole context of propel may be. So let's look at number two. A, move would definitely be the best answer. It moves at about 15 
to 20 miles per hour. And then we have develop. Now, you can't develop at 15 to 20 miles per hour. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Or unless if you're talking about the funnel car, the funnel cloud going straight into the ground, maybe, it, you know, it, it takes 50, it goes into the goddamn ground at 15 to 20 miles per hour, but we don't really know. So we're going to leave that out. Then we have destroy. It doesn't talk about anything negative in terms of destroy. We're talking about at which speed it runs, the speed of the tornado. Inhibit, a very big word that has no context whatsoever. Get the hell out of here. Number three, which of the following is closest in meaning to the word devastating in line nine? So we're going to go a couple of words or a couple of lines down. Now, I'm going to read the sentence that I just talked about in terms of it, therefore, covering a distance of 20 or so miles, because we got to get a context. Now, a lot of you out there already know what the word devastating is, but if we do not understand the context, we got to understand the context. So here we go. Tornadoes, however, can be much worse than average. So an average tornado, the speed of 15 to 20 miles per hour, covering a distance of 20 miles in less than an hour. However, the most, uh, the, as you know, tornadoes can be much worse. So the most devastating tornado on record occurred on March 18, 1925. Okay, that was the tri-state tornado. I know this because obviously that is the worst tornado and this is what I've heard, especially after what happened in Joplin, Missouri, probably about 11 years ago. But nonetheless, the devastating tornado on record, we're talking about, and it goes in to, like, it talks about how many people died and stuff. So we're going from an average to the most devastating. We're talking about an average tornado that might not wreak so much havoc to one that literally just killed hundreds of people. Right. So now we got to find a very negative, distinctive adjective that like stands out from the rest of them. And that is C, destructive, because it's negative. It's a negative adjective. Delicate is a positive adjective. Oh, this very delicate tornado ran through and killed everyone. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Described, neutral, determined, neutral. No, we're talking about the most devastating. Something, an adjective that is very, very bad that relates to the tornado that took 689 lives back almost 100 years ago. Ta-da! There it is. That's how we break it down, baby. You know how I love doing context. In the last one, let me hurry up and throw an O down between this L and this S. Swirled. What does the word swirled mean? Okay. In closest meaning to... I'm sorry, uh, line 10. I don't even know if it's line 10. It must be like line 14 or something. But anyways, let me just highlight it right here. All right, so we're talking about the tri-state tornado. The path of this tornado was more than 200 miles long. I'm sorry, 200 miles long and a mile wide. Goodness gracious. Traveling at an average speed of 60 miles per hour. God, you would have to be driving pretty fast to outrun this bad boy. Ugh. The winds at the center of the storm swirled around at considerably more than 200 miles per hour. So obviously a tornado rotates, okay? And at the center of the storm, the tornado and whatever is in the center of the storm, oh, just forget about it. Now, again, I think there is an eye such as like the hurricane and stuff like that. 
I saw it in a movie, but let's just consider it. It's swirled around. Swirl meaning like this, okay? And by giving you that nice little shape, we already know D circled would be the answer. It did not decrease. It's not showing, oh, this one decreased and it ended up just being just 10 miles per hour, just some good old winds. No, this thing swirled around, rotate. Rose is the opposite of decrease. So forget about it. It's settled, uh, it's swirled, it's settled around 200 miles per hour. And no, it doesn't, no, 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 no. It, it, it circled around. That's what a tornado does, right? And at the center, because the tornado is just like this, that's how fast the winds are moving. So there it is, people. That is a breakdown of the context. You know, and I hope that all of you on my YouTube, Facebook page, wherever you're watching this, you're understanding more and more how to handle these types of questions. Once you do, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier. So with that being said, it was another wonderful video. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll be seeing you in the next one. Over and out.